It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Awesome to have you out there listening in. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Master Plan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. If you have an e-commerce problem you would like my help solving, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash solve to find out more. Now, can you believe we're already halfway through our 2019 e-commerce master plan growth series sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omnichannel tools? How crazy is that? Halfway through. All this month, we're bringing you double the number of episodes per week for the whole month. Each one is selected because it offers superb advice on how to grow your business in the coming year. There's 10 episodes in all, numbers 191 to 200, if you want to make sure you tick them off as you go. And we've got a very varied selection for you again this year. So we've got into rebranding, dealing with growing pains and turning them to your advantage, the marketing for success in 2019 and much more already. In this episode, we're going to be getting deep into SEO. Now, before I introduce you to our guest, we should really hear a little bit about our sponsor, as without them, this series would not be possible. Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. Let me introduce you to today's special guest. Richard O'Connor is the Marketing and Strategy Director at First Mats, a B2B e-commerce retailer selling industrial and commercial floor matting. They launched in January 2017 and are currently experiencing rapid month-on-month growth, with orders double last year. And they've got there almost entirely with SEO. Hello, Richard. Hi, Chloe. Great to have you on the show. So thank you very much for joining us. That's okay. Thank you for having me. And um, I've given the listeners a quick overview of where you're at with First Mats right now. But how did you personally get started off in e-commerce? Uh, well, for myself, I'm uh, very much a product of the uh, internet generation, if you like. So at the time I was growing up, uh, going into my teens, uh, that's really when the internet was becoming um, popular and more commonplace in, in people's homes. So uh, it's, it's always something that interested me and I always felt myself very drawn to it. So really then growing up, uh, I was just, I was just, um, had to do anything I could that was digital, uh, whether it's uh, digital design, um, building websites and things like that. And, uh, it, it's just always something that felt right to me. I mean, my, my career for the last sort of 10 or 12 years has been more actually sales and marketing, um, mostly with an engineering firm. So that was really away from 
the uh, digital side of things. But um, yeah, it, it was always bound to happen. And I got chatting to um, uh, a chap called Paul who set up a, a business quite recently at the time. And he, uh, he asked me if I'd come on board and um, help him with the, the marketing and, and the strategy of the business. So uh, I said yes. And here we are today. So uh, first, Matt and Paul was your was your finally that door opened into the into the e commerce space. Absolutely. And how has it been? Because uh, as we're talking, you're about you're about twelve months in to the role. Was it everything you hoped it would be? I'd, I'd say uh, yes and no. Um, <laughs> it's, it's everything in terms of um, it, I, I always felt like I was destined to get into e commerce, and really, uh, as I said, it's, it's really the time when it kind of finally happens. Uh, but I, I've had to learn a hell of a lot along the way, as all uh, business owners and people in e-commerce really have to do. Um, you, you're always being thrown new challenges. Um, you've got to find new ways to do things. Um, so it, it, it's been fantastic. It's been a great experience for for, for everybody involved in it, really. But um, yeah, uh, I, I'd, I'd always say to anyone, be kind of limited in terms of what you expect because you'll be throwing up some surprises and it's just it's exciting how you learn to deal with those. Yeah, there's no normal day really, isn't there? Is there when it comes to e-commerce marketing? There's always something new to learn or implement or optimise. Absolutely. Not even to mention Google algorithm updates. (laughs) It's a great, great curveball that can be thrown at you and you can either do well from it or you can do bad from it. I mean, generally speaking, we do very well from an algorithm update because of the way we do things. But um, yeah, it's always something you've you've got to look out for it and it can happen at any time. Well, look, I want to come back to uh, to the SEO side of things later. But before we dive into that, um, let's just let everybody know the, kind of the, the nuts and bolts about the business. So where in the world are you and where are you selling to? Okay, so First Mats is based in Birmingham in uh, the West Midlands, UK. And uh, we sell mostly to the UK, um, but we do also have customers in Europe. So we've got uh, a couple in Denmark, Malta and Spain. Uh, and we do get inquiries from further afield as well. So, um, yeah, very much UK focused, but uh, don't rule out other areas as well. The product we said is is floor matting. So that's I think that's pretty self-explanatory for people. But uh, what's the platform you've chosen to sell it via? Uh, we use Shopify and it's actually my first experience with Shopify. Um, I've used WordPress many times in the past and had some experience on Magento as well, but uh, so my first go with Shopify and, and I, I rate it very highly. I think it's a great platform for an e-commerce business. It's really easy to use. It's got a great interface. Uh, I like, uh, I love the security on it and the plugins tend to work uh, really well in my experience as well. So uh, yeah, I, I, I rate it really highly. Well, if anyone out there wants to give, uh, have a play with Shopify or to potentially move over to it, then head to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Shopify to find out more and to get a great deal on your um, account. Okay, so given you are on Shopify and you've already mentioned plugins, you must have a couple of personal favourite widgets or plugins that you're using. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, being an e-commerce business, uh, I think reviews are very important to us as they are for any e-commerce business. So we use uh, Yotpo for that, which it integrates really well. Um, it's quite easy to use as well, I find. It's been a great way for us to get um, uh, lots of reviews in the last few months on the site, um, speaking to customers. And uh, and yeah, it just it just works really well. So I highly rate that one. Uh, but we've also got an online chat on the website as well. 
and that's powered by Talk Two. So we're using a uh, still using a free plan on that one. Um, and but yeah, again, it, it integrates really nicely. It doesn't slow the site down. So uh, that's also a pretty good plugin, in my opinion. I love that. Spoken like a true SEO person. It doesn't slow the site down either. Yeah. <laughs> or should I say a true SEO person in 2019? It doesn't slow the site down. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very important thing to look at when you're um, using plugins. Yes, because they, they can come with lots of heavy code, can't they? Absolutely, absolutely. So you've got to make sure you're using the right plugin for your site. Um, it's not just about the interface and the usability. Uh, speed is a big aspect as well. So the fewer plugins you can use, the better. There are some great ones out there. So within the team, then you've got Paul, the owner. You've got yourself doing the marketing and strategy. Who else is around at First Mats? How many of you are there? And what are you doing? In the business itself, there is just the two of us uh, at the moment. Um, but we do uh, use a lot of freelancers for much of the work we do. Um, so a lot of our content writing, um, some of the website design and development, bug fixing, things like that, and uh, and also the PR work. So we uh, regularly use freelancers for that kind of stuff. And we've got uh, a, a good um, kind of team now, uh, if you like, of people who we can always turn to. Uh, we know that the quality of work they do is very good and um, they're always seem to be very willing to work for us. So it, I, I think the freelancers, as a young uh, business as we are, it's, it's been a great and critical part of our growth. Gives you huge flexibility, doesn't it? It does, it does. And I also think it's important sometimes to look at yourself when you're working in e-commerce and look at, uh, and just try and understand what it is you're good at and things that you're probably not so good at. And just to remember that there are people out there for those things um, that you know less about. Design, for example, if you're not a designer, get someone who is a designer to do the designs for you for your websites or flyers or things like that. And there's plenty of them out there and they're fantastic at it. And it can really take a huge weight off your shoulders if you're using their skills and their services. And uh, how does the product get dispatched then? Is that dropship or have you outsourced that to somebody? Yeah, so it's dropshipping at the moment, um, which which has worked well. Again, it's all part of the Shopify integrations that, that, uh, that works brilliantly for us. I, I think it's a great way for a, uh, a newer business. If anyone out there is thinking of starting up, um, dropshipping is a great way to get yourself going and to build yourself up without having to invest a huge amount of your capital into that. Yeah, because stock can take up a lot of cash, can't it? It can. It can. Um, of course, there are third-party fulfillment centres out there. There's Amazon, of course, over there, FBA as well. So there are other ways around it. But um, yeah, stock is a big one. So uh, it's a good way to get started. So you mentioned um, as one of your widgets and plugins that you particularly like uh, Yotpo because it's bringing you all those lovely reviews. And it's it's certainly clear to see when one hits your homepage that you have a big focus on social proof. There's reviews there, there's the magazines you've been featured in and the, the famous customers that you've you've sold to. And you've got you've got awards on there as well, I think. Is that social proof, you know, was that kind of just a big part of the strategy to make sure you had that trustworthiness up there as a new business? Absolutely, of course. Um, I think there's multiple benefits to um, exploiting those kind of things. So um, anyone who's heavily involved in SEO will be familiar with Google's update in uh, August of last year. Um, and uh, and the effect that had um, is very much focused around experience, authority, and of course, trust and and all of those things come under the same umbrella, really. So for us to be uh, featured in publications, 
um, to get the reviews on there, which are all nice and visible on the site and, and things like that. I, I think it's a big part of the SEO strategy, but also, of course, it's important, I think, for your customers when they're visiting the site to to have a reason to purchase from you. It's not, it's not about being the cheapest or having the best product necessarily compared to anyone else. It's Sometimes it's just to trust that what you're offering as a service and as a product are both uh, absolutely first class and that people can rely on you and they can happily purchase from you with confidence. And, and that's what it's all about. The double whammy, I suppose, of also getting some SEO positivity coming from it too. Yeah, I think you've got to take a very literal view on these things and think, well, if I'm a person who is completely unfamiliar with the business and I land on this site, I'm ready to make a purchase, but haven't decided who I'm going to purchase from yet. You've got, you've got to think, well, what, what's the customer's reason for making that purchase from us? What, what's going to draw them to us? Um, and like I said, there's, there's a number of things that will do that, but the trust in the business and what you do, which will come from things like reviews and from the people that you've worked with. I think that is absolutely critical. So Richard, let's let's talk a bit more about the uh, the SEO side of things, because as I alluded to in the intro, SEO has been really important to you. I think you said um, before we hit the record button that in the in the 12 months from September 2017 to 2018, you increased SEO traffic by 670%, which is, it's not bad going. Um, I think you can feel pretty proud of yourself for that. So, you know, you said, said uh, when you're introducing yourself that you have kind of beaten the algorithms the algorithm update. How have you gone about making sure you don't fall foul of Google? I wouldn't say so much beating the update. It's more working in line with it, actually. So uh, I think Google for a long time have been very clear about the things that they look for when they're evaluating whether a website is good or whether it's not so good. The SEO strategy is very much focused on, on meeting those requirements. Um, which in short, I having fantastic content that's written for the user that helps the user. So for us, we're an e-commerce business. So buying guides, information that helps people to make a purchase, working out which of the products is best for them, that kind of thing. Um, that's on, that, that's all across the site, making sure we get good links from, um, good places like these publications that you mentioned. Uh, I also think that's really important as well. And as we were just discussing the social proof as well, um, yeah, the, the reviews and, and getting the name out there in a positive way, positive sentiment being mentioned all over the place. Uh, yeah, and that's been a big part of it. And I, I feel like we've been rewarded for the hard work we've put in for, for the SEO strategy in a completely fair way. Um, some people out there listening may think, well, I've actually had bigger growth gains. Um, some will have had less. It's, um, there's different ways of doing it, but I'm very pleased with the growth that we've had. Um, It it, it looks like it's set to continue growing a a long way. Uh, I mean, we've only really, we're only scraping the surface as far as we're concerned at the moment. So, yeah, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, uh, keep it up with the white hat or ethical SEO strategy and see where it can take us. It's one of those things which I find uh, uh, people either completely ignore it or they get fully in bed with it. And, the reason for you know for ignoring it is usually because you you plod away you plod away and nothing really happens for a while so it's kind of almost the more enlightened who go right we're going to commit to this and in 12 months 18 months 
24 months time, we're going to see the big impact, but it's going to be worth um, worth going for it then. So it's it's very cool to hear you guys are on the enlightened camp because that's always, always nice. Have you got, for those who are listening to these numbers going, oh, maybe, maybe I should go and have a look at my SEO. Have you got a couple of starting points for those who, who are wanting to do it themselves in-house just like you've done? Yeah. So I mentioned content and I think if you Google the letters S, E and O, I imagine the first things that you'll get will be um, content. That's what you need. Content is king. But it's more so the right content is king. So there's lots of reports out there which say, well, the average sites that rank in the top one or two or three positions, they've got 2,000 or 2,500 words on them. That's great as an average statistic, but the things that help an e-commerce site to rank well and the things that help a information site to rank well are very different. So for an information site, um, content, more content is going to be very important. For an e-commerce site, trust is going to perhaps be more important or, or as important. So the best way to get an understanding of that is that if you were to Google your own product or uh, the thing that you sell, have a look at the top 10 results and see what kind of websites are it might sound obvious, but it's one of those things that's easy to overlook. So for your main search terms, do you get things like Wikipedia and Quora and howto.com? Or do you get things like Amazon or eBay? And that's going to give you an indication of what Google's interpretation of the search term is. You know, If you type in a computer, does that mean you want to buy a computer? Do you want to know how to fix one? Do you want to know what they are? And Google's machines have made a, uh, a very good job, actually, of learning what the intention is behind each of these keywords. And I can give you a real clue as to what your content on your own site needs to look like. If you're saying things like Wikipedia, then very much a similar kind of content will work well. So very much definitions and um, explanations. If it's e-commerce sites like Amazon and eBay coming up, then you need to be thinking more about the buyer. So things like buying guides, advice, tips, how to use your product, how to maintain your product, that kind of thing, whatever's relevant to you, really. So I think that's a really great place to start. It can take a lot of time. There's a lot of work in that, but it's well worth doing. So do you spend most of your time working on the content that sits on the product pages or the content that sits on the more info blog pages? Um, it's it's a real mixture. Uh, it's a mixture, actually. It's, it's hard to... Um, say one is more dedicated than the other. I, I think both are equally important. I think for the foundations of your e-commerce business, the the product and the product category pages are a great place to start. Um, as you were alluding to, really, SEO can take a very long time for it to get, get it right. So the sooner you can get that content on those key pages right, the sooner you're going to enjoy the benefits of that. But then around that, you've got... Um, an opportunity on, on any site really for, for kind of blog or article style content. Um, a great one for us is, is buying guides. So like a top 10 doormats, if you like, as an example, you know, those kind of things are actually great for your SEO because you can target very much a niche keyword there. So, I mean, just to give another couple of examples, um, you know, let's say red doormats. You know, it'd probably be silly to make a product category called red doormats because you can have gray and black and blue doormats and every word in the world it would just be a bit too much but having it as a blog post as an article and actually making it genuinely useful for your customers as well so what are the best red doormats or you know, your, your own equivalent what what are the best ones there 
And it's going to help people. It's going to, it's going to rank well and it's going to help people to make a purchase. So you, you get a double benefit from that. And so it's very much about getting your own house in order before you start looking for links. I think so. I do think so. And, um, you know, link building's never been dead. No, and it, and it, and it isn't and it won't be. Um, so uh, you know, th- thinking to some of Google's recent updates when you're looking at experience, authority and trust, how do you define those things? And one of the definitions is links from good, trustworthy places. So link building is still important, uh, absolutely. Uh, but it's very easy to look at links and think, I need more. But it should be more a question of I need them from the right places, um, places that are going to indicate that my site is one of trust and it is one that people will be willing to work with and respect. And it is one that shows that my e-commerce business has got an expert level of knowledge in what we do. That's the kind of things you want to get from your content and from your link building as well. I always find with um, with good quality link building, if you look at the place you're thinking of putting a, getting, trying to get a link on and you think, if SEO didn't exist, I'd still want a link on that site. Yes. You know, I'd still want a blog post that then links back to me, or I'd still like whatever it is that you're using in order to get that placement. I'd still want that even if there was no, even if SEO didn't exist, then you're probably doing the right thing. That's right. It's a great way to look at it, really. Absolutely. Because you, you, your links shouldn't be built for SEO purposes, even though deep down you probably are building them for SEO purposes. <laughs> looking at it as if, okay, what's the practical purpose of this link? And if that's a feature in a industry-related publication, then that's that's a great thing to have. Excellent dive into SEO there. Thank you. I think you all have helped a lot of our listeners. So uh, before we go to the top tips round, though, I have to ask you one more question before we before we get going, which is, what do you think is the most awesome thing about your business right now? Because I know SEO has been big so far, but what's what's uh, what's the thing that's got you excited? It, well, uh, there's, a, there's a few ways to look at it for us. Um, one of the things I would say is that for, for the business, uh, customer service has always been a priority. We've always aimed to put the customer first. And it's something that we're committed to now and going forward as well. I, I really do believe that in any type of business, your customer service is one of your strongest, if not the strongest selling points, uh, far more than having just the lowest prices or, or anything else. You've really got to look after your customers. Um, I think it's been crucial for our growth up until now. Um, it's not just about marketing to get people onto your site. It's about how you look after them as well. But one of the awesome things is that we're actually now uh, recruiting someone to come and join us full-time, specifically for the role of looking after the customers, so dealing with their inquiries, making sure their orders are being shipped and managed on time, uh, any of the queries. Um, we offer samples to customers as well, so making sure that those are being handled as well. So everything like that, I think that's going to really help the customer. Um, so it's, it's awesome for the customers because it means that they'll continue to get a first-class service as we grow. And it's awesome for us because it really just symbolises how far the business has come in in quite a short space of time. Yeah, in only a couple of years, you're at the point where there's three of you working on it full-time, plus all your freelancers as well. And, and you know, to say that there's enough customer service work to keep a person busy. It's, it's something that, we, that Paul and I manage ourselves um, at the moment. And I can tell you're personally looking forward to removing the talk app from your from your computer screen well i am well, but i mentioned before about focusing on the things that you are good at and so okay i've got a customer service background i i know i'm good at looking after the customers or i feel like i'm good at looking after customers i certainly try but 
my job is to market the business. And when your time is spent dealing with uh, inquiries and things like that, it's a great problem to have for any business, especially when you're starting out. But there comes a point when that's going to detract from the proactive marketing work that you want to do as a business owner. Uh, and that's going to drive it to the next level. So you know, there, there comes a time when you have to get somebody to one way or another help out with those inquiries and keep looking after the customers and keep making sure that they are the most important part of your business so that you as an e-commerce marketer or business owner can do your job of driving that business forward. I think it's time to get into the top tips round to get even more great advice. Before we do that, though, here's a reminder of this episode's sponsor. Omnisend, the market. Are you looking to increase your sales without a lot of extra work? Omnisend's email and SMS marketing automation platform is tailor-made for e-commerce businesses like you. It's got everything you need to start making more sales immediately, including one-click integrations with the major e-commerce platforms and super easy migration from your existing email marketing platform. They even have award-winning all-human 24-7 customer support who will help you out in under six minutes. No more trying to get past the chatbot. Omnisend is trusted by over 70,000 e-commerce brands and me. Yes, we run our email marketing on the Omnisend platform. Ready to join us? Well, sign up for a free account at ecmp.info forward slash Omnisend and use the code masterplan2022 to save 15% on paid plans when you need them. Com forward slash masterplan and get started. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So, Richard, the first one is the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? I'm going to recommend um, a book called uh, E-Commerce Evolved by um, a chap called Tanner Larson. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a huge read, um, so you could probably get through it if you had a day off. Uh, but you know, despite being quite a short book, it is packed with really useful information. It's giving you a great overview of an e-commerce business. So it's not just the different methods of marketing. It's, it's everything that's involved in it. And it, it can really open your eyes up to uh, some different ways of thinking and different ways of prioritizing the work that you need to be doing to take that business forward. So um, whether you are just starting out or thinking about getting into e-commerce or whether you're experienced, I think it is well worth a read. It's actually currently one that sat in my need to be read pile. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it is. It is. I can see it. I think you'd enjoy it. It's just on the bookcase over there, sandwiched between The Automatic Customer uh, by John Warlow and my own book, Customer Persuasion. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I look forward to it. You just you just kind of taken it up one step up my virtual list of things which I need to read next. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, then the traffic top tip: which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? As I think we've established, I am an SEO at heart. Um, so for me, that is going to be my top tip, um, simply because. Yes, it's hard work and yes, it can take a long time, but I do feel like the results you can get from that if you do it right are, are well worth it. You, you can get a sustainable and fairly predictable traffic flow each, each month. You don't have to, work, work, I mean, pay-per-click's great, but to grow it, you need to spend more because you need to pay for more clicks. So, you know, there, there's a lot of ways to do it quickly, but I do think SEO, for, even in today, 
is is very important for all e-commerce businesses. And as uh, First Mats has proved, it's not it's not something you could only achieve in if you started it ten years ago. That's right. You've done it within within about eighteen months. Uh, okay, then the tool top tip: maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Well, for me, it's got to be good old fashioned talking. Actually, um, good just good communication. I mean, look, there's only two of us in the business uh, in the office. I should say, really. Uh, so to have some kind of chat system or collaboration tool is probably a little bit redundant for us. We work very closely together. Uh, we, we're talking all the time about things related to the business, coming up with ideas. We're bouncing those ideas off one another. And, and the best thing about it is that decisions are made very quickly, which for us at the moment is um, it's, it's a great benefit. It just means we can just get things done. Um, so I, I, you know, I just think you may be in a digital world uh, and a digital environment, but you don't always have to have a digital solution. But you know, even if you're using your uh, freelancers or other forms of outsourcing, a uh, phone call's great, email's great, great as well. Uh, but whatever you do, um, just you just got to communicate so effectively and clearly with your colleagues um, if you want to get the maximum results. Um, I mean, what I would say is for one of the tools, uh, my favorite tool is probably Slack. Uh, we do use that with a few of the uh, overseas uh, freelancers that we work with. But like I say, ultimately, I think whatever you do, as long as you communicate, that's got to be your top thing. Well, and it is often the way in a when you when people start up, sometimes they they kind of overload themselves with systems and processes, whereas actually what you need to do is just get on with it. <laughs> so. That's it. Absolutely. Just just pick up the phone to somebody and talk to them. It, it goes a long way. Or if you're working in offices with people, go and see them, go and talk to them. You can get some great ideas and you can get decisions made very quickly, as I say. Okay. Well, the growth top tip then. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Okay. Well, I think the first instinct from most marketers would be to think, okay, well, how, how can I market the business differently? What, what should I be doing? Should I be doing ads? Should be doing email marketing. But actually, I think for many people, it's worth taking a bit of an inwards look here, really taking a step back, asking themselves how well do they understand their own customers? What do their customers need? What, the, what, what drives the customers to make a purchase? It's really basic marketing principles, things like personas. But then looking at their own site and saying, does the site actually help the customer that we're trying to target? Does it give them the information they need? Is it clear? Is it accessible? Can you use it on all devices? Can you use it on all, the, all of your browsers and your screen resolutions that your customers are using? So all stuff you can find in Google Analytics. Uh, is the site fast as well, of course? Yeah, it, it's, it's really just user experience. Um, you know, it's, it's no longer enough for a business just to have a website and to have an online presence. If you want to compete, you've got to have a fantastic user experience and that covers so many different aspects of your site. I, I think if you can get that right then you can convert more customers that you've already got visiting to your site. Um, well, I say more, more, uh, more traffic that's visiting your site and actually turn them into customers. So growing your conversion rate just by doing what you already do, but, but better. Um, and I do think user experience has a positive impact on your SEO as well. So there, there's many, many reasons to um, get user experience right. So I think before you start thinking about investing in more money in, your ads and your pay-per-click and things like that. 
just first make sure you've got it right on your own platform first and then move on to the next step. Oh, I love it. Yet more pragmatic advice. Thank you, Richard. It's uh, You've certainly given us plenty of things that all of us, no matter how big or how small our business, and no matter whether we're focusing on B2B or B2C, we can certainly implement. So uh, Masterplan World, you can find all those top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you will see a link to this show. Richard, before we say goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media please yeah absolutely so you can find us online um it's firstmaps.co.uk uh we're also on social media we're on twitter uh we can find us to search for first maps there and also on linkedin as well so please do check us out especially if they need some mats absolutely <laughs> okay uh, we'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about in the show notes again Masterplan World you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast or head to the website click on the podcast tab or use the search box Richard thank you so much for being on the ecommerce masterplan podcast today you've been a, a wealth of insight and, and ideas and uh, it's been really good chatting to you so thank you very much well, thank you too Chloe it's been a pleasure Really great to get a an SEO set of to-dos, I suppose, from someone who is day in, day out working on SEO on their own business and such sensible and straightforward things to do. You know, work out the content, what the customer wants to know about the product, put it on the website and then go out and get the right PR links, I suppose you could say, coming back to the site. And of course, the all important side of having the trust and the social proof going on on the site as well. Lots of great, sensible advice there from Richard. I hope you've all enjoyed that. Do let me know what you think. Join in the discussion in our Facebook group at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. And if you fancy um, what sharing the love and uh, helping me get more people here to listen to the show, then uh, please do share us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, over a coffee, over a pint. I really don't mind how, but uh, but it's always good to get the podcast out in front of ever more listeners. This has been the sixth episode in our 2019 e-commerce master plan growth series sponsored by Omnisend, the all-in-one marketing automation platform that empowers e-commerce marketers to boost sales with omnichannel tools. The whole point of the series is to help you grow your business in 2019. And that's also the point of the virtual summit we ran back in September. If you missed that, there's still time to get involved. It's over 20 expert video sessions and in each you will learn about a different way to improve your marketing. Think of it like a conference that you can tap into wherever and whenever you want. Well, there's a very special offer for access to the summit for podcast listeners that you can get by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash summit 176. Have a great week and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.